David O'Boy. How's life? Ordered. Ordered? Uncomplicated, straightforward, plain sailing. In other words, a life of bliss. Being the biography of a bachelor with Diana Churchill, Colin Gordon, Eleanor Summerfield, Gladys Young, Carlton Hobbs, Barry K. Barnes, Sarah Lawson, Gladys Henson, Carol Allen, and Percy Edwards. <laughs> a final episode closing a chapter in the life of that shy young man, David Alexander Bliss, better known to us as George Cole. Bliss, that's my life now. In other words, Maxine. In a word, bless your heart. I expect you'll soon be getting engaged. Or is that too much to expect? Well, I expect so. What, that you'll soon be engaged? No, that it's too much to expect. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, look, David. Careful, this is a dangerous period for you. Dangerous? Romantically speaking, judging by your past record. And believe me, record's the word. Is it? Oh, definitely. Highly topical, too. What with all this talk of four-minute miles and the fastest man on two legs... What, what, what on earth has that got to do with me? The slowest man with two arms. <laughs> I say, steady on. I say the reverse. Get cracking, I say. Make hay while the sun shines. How long have you known, Maxine? Oh, quite time, huh? And you're obviously in a position to make hay, knowing you. Meaning? You let the grass grow under your feet. Tony. Oh, I'm sorry. But the fact remains you still haven't proposed to her. Well, not yet, no. Then the danger's still there. That's another record you've held in the past. What? The slowest man on one knee. <laughs> Safe enough with your other girlfriends, perhaps, but not this time. Maxine's a different proposition altogether. In what way? In what way? If you haven't noticed, I don't suppose it matters. Well, I've I, I noticed she's more attractive. Ah. Well, that, that's obvious to anyone. Anyone and everyone. And they'd all be interested. Now, do you see what I mean? Danger. Other men at work. Yes. <laughs> Believe me, if you don't want to lose her, you will have to shape a lot better than you did with the rest. Well, I, uh, I've noticed that, too. Why? Better shape. Oh, good. <laughs> You're absolutely right, though. Wonderful figure. Well, that speaks for itself. Eloquently. And I never miss a word. Oh, I say. Heaven's sake, you know what I say. Now, before it's too late. A girl like that can afford to pick and choose. Well, that's true enough. And yet she has to make the mistake of choosing me. Honestly, I, I'll never know why. Oh, it's not all that surprising, surely. Isn't it? Good heavens, no. Oh, I go. Nobody's infallible. <laughs> True again. Get cracking, I say. Before she finds out. Mm. All right? I'll bear it in mind. When are you seeing her? Later on this evening? No, not, not, uh, not till tomorrow. I, I'll admit it. I envy you. No doubt about it. They're the best days of your life. Courting days? Mm. They, they, they certainly were for you and Anne. Indeed they were. How do you know? Well, you told me. Told you? Uh, how, how you first met. Remember? Springtime in the park. Ah, uh, park bench. Swans on the lake. Mm. Uh, and jolly romantic it was. <laughs> I envy you. Me? A lot. Your, 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 your turn of phrase. Your, your, your fluency. Mm. Exactly the, the right phrase at the right moment. In fact, your, well, um... Gift of the gab. I wouldn't say that, but it only goes to show. <laughs> show? Exactly so... the right phrase at the right moment. Oh, but I haven't got myself adjusted to it yet. To what? You, since Maxine. Quite staggering. Well, so, so was your first meeting with Anne. Quite impressive. Oh, well, it's true, honestly. Uh, it's a good many months since you told me, so, so I, I must have been impressed to remember. And, and I do. Every detail. Every word you said to her. Such as? Music in your heart. 
Heard melodies are sweet, but those unheard are sweeter. Forever wilt thou love and she be fair. Mm. Still, I can't take all the credit. Keats had a hand in that. <laughs> yes, but, 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 but choosing that moment to quote him, that, that, that was a stroke of genius. <laughs> then, then there was that, that rather subtle reference to the swans, remember? Mm. So graceful, so beautiful, yet a little unfriendly. Oh, wonderful. Oh, my dear chap. <laughs> so it was, and so it went on. It's just as true of you today. Well, I doubt if Anna decreed. Well, not romantically, perhaps. But you still go on. <laughs> yes, well, I'll get used to it in time. Seriously, though, I, 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 I'm just no good at that sort of thing. Well, what is it they call it? The, the language of love? The universal language. I, I, I must have come from another planet. That might explain a lot. <laughs> I, 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 I can never explain anything. What's the matter with you? Feeling sorry for yourself? Oh, quite the reverse. It's just a fact. You can't imagine how shyness complicates things. Are you sure you're not feeling sorry for yourself? Well, hardly. Oh. Not, not, not while Maxine's around. I, I may not speak the language, but I can still read the signs. Then I can't think what you're worrying about. I, I'm not. I, I, I'm, I'm merely saying it's... There you are. Oh. In you go. Oh, oh. <laughs> What's the matter, then? Did I, did I need you out of the hall? Anna, darling. I'm sorry I didn't appear before, but I was bedding the children down. Oh, David, before I forget, let me see. Now, where did I put it? Oh, yes, here we are. I rescued this from Carol. What? Oh, well, that old exercise book. Where did you find it? Oh, I came across it the other day when I was sorting through my things. David Alexander Blitz, Upper Fifth, English Essay. Good gracious. May I see? Yes, of course. When would you like to have supper, darling? I'm ready now. Pity. You're way ahead of supper. <laughs> I've got it in the oven, but it won't be done yet. How about you, Poppy? Like to share our humble repast? I'd oh, love to. Be it ever so humble. It be. <laughs> <laughs> well, what have you been talking about? Oh, shyness and the frustrations thereof. Yes, I can tell you there are plenty thereof. Especially when you, when, when you, when you have the soul of a poet. The right phrase at the right moment. And when, when you're shy at the same time, it's like... Um... Having a tin of sardines without the key. You too. I always know what I want to say, of course, but the trouble is putting it into words. It's the same as sardines. Try to get them out and you get yourself in a horrible mess. Well, that's me, in a tin. <laughs> no, seriously, though, how man first discovered fire is a matter for history. This is the story of... What, what on earth are you talking about? about? This essay of David's, entitled The Fire. Oh, do it. That's if you don't mind, Poppy. Not a bit. She'll be rather funny. How man first discovered fire is a matter for history. This is the story of how one man rediscovered fire. The night was dark and bleak. The man was lost. No stranger to the moors, and often abroad at night, he had experienced all the changing moods, the spiteful driving rain, the insidious world-swallowing mist. But this night was somehow different, strangely silent, as silent as death. Oh, gosh. Listen to psyche. <laughs> I know just how she feels. It's enough to make anybody miserable. Sorry. Hey. Go on. Uh, silent as death. The man was lost in the silence, lost and strangely afraid. Suddenly, a shape loomed up out of the blackness. He reeled back, stumbled, fell, lay where he had fallen, silent with fear. There was scarcely a tree on this stretch of the moor. <laughs> Well, that's enough to make any dog feel miserable. <laughs> Do you want me to go on or not? Oh, yes. Please. 
on this stretch of the moors. And the one he had so nearly stumbled into was scarcely worthy of the name. Stunted, leafless, a ghost of a tree. No, not a real one, just... <laughs> just a story. And odd as it may seem, they were linked by a common bond, man and tree. Oh, thank no. you. Psyche, Psyche. Carry on. All silence. Both defeated by the desolation of the moors. Feverishly, he searched through his pockets. An empty cigarette packet, an envelope, another. Then, with feverish desperation, snapped off a handful of the sapless, lifeless twigs. A match flared in the darkness. The fire crackled into life. Color came back into the world. He collected more wood and piled it on. Oh, gosh, so did I. Thick. Oh, David, I want to... Would you rather I stopped? So, sorry. <laughs> the fire blazed furiously. The man stared, fascinated. Fear was driven back into the shadows and the dance of the flames was echoed in his heart. How often, he mused to himself, have I said, what a beautiful fire. But only now is it really true. This is really beautiful. Beautifully reassuring. As reassuring as an old friend. A warm, all-embracing friendliness. Comforting comfortable. He even liked the crackling. Liked the crackling? Oh, yes, that seems to me. Yes. <laughs> the circle of light widened, and in this new light, the surroundings were suddenly familiar. The man was no longer lost. The night was still dark and bleak, the moors still desolate, but the man was back at his own fireside. What a beautiful world, he thought to himself. A world rediscovered. David, that was wonderful. Hot stuff in every sense. <laughs> oh, you, you really think so? Really? You're really very clever. That's what I think. <laughs> well, you'll be telling me you can read, Matt. <laughs> all right, all right. Well, it's jolly flattering. <laughs> How old were you when you wrote it? Do you remember? Fourteen, I suppose. Good gracious, you must have been awfully clever for your age. Very advanced. What happened to you? <laughs> happened? You were left behind a bit, weren't you? <laughs> sorry, I'm sorry. Seriously, I couldn't be more impressed. No, could I? And, and yet you have the effrontery to say you find it difficult to play Romeo to Maxine Juliet. Why, good heavens, twist it round a bit and you could use the essay. I could? Well, of course you could. Every word of it. Except crackling, of course. <laughs> no, no, I, I, I certainly couldn't use that. Not to her face, certainly. Uh, how, how do you mean? <laughs> it's obvious. <laughs> she might disapprove. Well, I, I don't see how it could possibly apply. You don't? Well, no, you, you, you don't talk about crackling faces. <laughs> <laughs> no, you talk about lovely crackling. Yeah, I, I'm playing Romeo, not Bacon. Oh, <laughs> Come now, David, oh boy, you can't be that naive. Lovely girls, lovely bits of stuff. It's high time I was approved. Oh, I'm sorry, sorry. <laughs> Just forget it. Yeah, yes, all right, but, but, but what about the rest of the stuff? How, how can I use that? Oh, well, you take nothing to it. She's the most beautiful girl you've seen. The most beautiful personality. Warm, friendly. Ah, at last. Let, let, let's go on, shall we? <laughs> so, so that I really get into the swing of it. Now, let me think. What, um, what, what else is there? Uh, she lit a flame in your heart. Oh, gosh, yes, that, that's jolly good. The moment you saw her, your heart died. 
Gosh, says that. And, uh, and ever since, you've seen the world in a new light. I say, I'll never remember them all. Um, world in a new light. A wonderful new light. That reminds me, I must go and turn Carol's... Oh, hello, that's the front door. Who else can that be? Maxine. Maxine? She rang earlier on. I'm terribly sorry, but I completely forgot. Oh, I'm sorry. I'll go and let her in while you tidy yourself up. Oh, what, what, what did she say on the phone? That she has to be up here so she'll pop round with your curtains. Curtains? Oh, she, she's making me some for the flat, remember? Oh, yes. Now, uh, look, David, old chap, I'm... You know, I'm, I'm not awfully sure about... Uh, about what? With that essay idea. Oh, dear, why? I, I, I think it's terrific myself. Well, if you really feel that, you're probably right. Only probably? No, definitely. There's a new light in your eyes. So fire away. I, I will, too. Mm -hmm. I, I only hope I... Oh, oh. Hello there. Hello, Maxine. Hello, darling. You will excuse me, won't you? But I must go and cope with Carol. Yes, of course. And uh, I'd better come and kiss her goodnight. Perhaps Maxine would like a sherry, David. Back in a second. All right. Um, would you? Not unless you would. Oh, but then I'm forgetting you don't drink. No, thank you. I don't really want one. There. Look. Your curtain. Oh, that's jolly nice of you, Juliet. They'll, they'll make all the difference, you know. <laughs> Juliet? To my room. Oh, the impression. <laughs> they'll, they'll, they'll brighten the flat up no end. Jolly grateful. <laughs> well, I'm glad to be of help. Well, I, I'm glad you're here. Let's sit down, shall we? Well, I, I can't stay long. Oh, it won't take long. It won't take, <laughs> it take too long to sit down. Well, no, I suppose not. Well, there we are, then. And here we are. You're, you're the most beautiful girl I've ever seen. Why suddenly? Well, it is not sudden. I, I've always thought that. I'm flattered. I guess, and that's only the first. Here's the first time we met, I, I thought it. Uh, and you are much lovelier. Than I was? No, 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 than all my other cracklings. Um, <laughs> all your other... No, no, all, all my other old girls. All the... <laughs> other dancing girls. Yep. <laughs> all the flaming others. Oh. I've, I, I've scored about six misses in a row. Have another shot. Well, there, there, there's just no comparison. You're, you're, you're a really hot bit of stuff. David! No, 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 I, 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 I didn't mean that, and, and I, I'm, I'm, I'm not going to let it beat me. It's beaten me. I'll reload. I've, I, I've never met anybody even, even vaguely like you. I echo that. No, but, but, but honestly, the, the, the moment you came into my world, you, you had me absolutely blazing. I um, <laughs> made my world... If I didn't know otherwise, I'd say it was a sherry talk. No, 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 look, please, you, you, you must try and understand. I, I, I felt the same the moment I saw you. And I've been loaded ever since. <laughs> Then I was right. No, 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 I was wrong. I, I, I meant I'd never been so lit. That's what I meant. It is the sherry. No, it isn't, you know. It's, it's the fire. It's too hot for you? No, no, the, the fire in my heart. Fired by your personality. They're the most wonderful I've, I've, I've ever known. Oh, gracious, really? They're the friendliest of girls and the hottest. <laughs> oh, for goodness sake. Look. David, darling, darling David, for the first time since I've known you, I'm completely defeated, completely and utterly. And I really must go. You must you? Well, yes. Mummy's got some friends coming in, and I promised safely I'd be there. Oh, well, that's that. 
Oh, no. No, we can't leave it like that. I know. Could you drive me home? Well, naturally. Then you can explain on the way. Well, I, I won't even try. And then it wouldn't be any use. I'm sure it would. No, not the slightest. You, 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 you don't know what it's like to be me. What is it like? Having a tin of sardines without the key. Did you remember to lock the car, darling? Um, y- yes. Why? It's rather a lonely road and cars do get stolen. We needn't walk up the drive. You go this way, through the wood. It's a lovely night. Yes, very. What, what, what was the point of it, actually? What, leaving it there and walking up? Yes. Well, it's better that way. I'm sure you'll find Mummy's friends awfully down. Oh, oh, I see what you mean. If your mother saw the car... She'd ask you in. Well, I suppose it is better, then. Uh, I know exactly what you're thinking. But I don't want you to meet her friends. But I'm afraid you might let me down. No, I'm not thinking anything of the sort. Are you? Okay. <laughs> Darling. I love you. You do? Of course I do. Oh, gosh. You love me. Oh, good gracious. What, 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 what do you think I've been trying to say all evening? All that? Just to say you love me? I, 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 I wanted to say so much more than that. I, I, I wanted to... Play Romeo to my Juliet? Yes. And then with the inevitable result, I fall straight off the balcony. <laughs> Was it all that important? Oh, not, not, not important, no, but a bit frustrating. Well, if you really want to, well, to be romantic, I'm, I'm sure you could. Never. I'll prove it to you. Relax completely. Take deep breaths. Why? I don't really know, but I believe it's a good thing to do. <laughs> All right, then. Uh, uh. Be careful, not too heavy. Sounds like passion. Oh, dear. <laughs> Sorry. Only <laughs> teasing. Have a few more for good measure. Uh. Relax now? Well, as much as I'll ever be. Right. Look around. Nothing. What do you see? See? What, what, what do I see? Try the sky first. Oh, yes. Yes, all right. I know. The moon. I, r- r- rather lovely moon, actually. And the stars, too. They're all so clear tonight. Yes, I know. They, 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 they look exactly like, um... Uh, like what? Um, uh, sparkling diamonds scattered over a velvet cloth. Beautiful. Yes, they are. But, but, but not as beautiful as you. No? No, 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 not by half. I love you. I, I, I love you. There you are, you see? You've done it! Congratulations, <laughs> I have. <laughs> I say, that, that, that's wonderful. Here, let, let's go back over it again while I still remember. <laughs> <laughs> well, if you must. Now, what, what, uh, what, what, what do I see? The moon. Rather lovely, too. A lovely half moon. Yes, it is. But, but believe me, you're, you're not half as lovely. <laughs> half a moon. Well, once through is enough at first. Besides, I must go in. Good night, darling. Good night, darling. Maxine. Mm. Honestly, I, I'm not a bit frustrated now. <laughs> well, it's just as well. Um, not, not, not the slightest. Do you, do, you, do you know what it's like to be me now? A tin of sardines with the key. <laughs> oh, gracious, we're both learning. 
About an hour ago, just for the success of yesterday evening. Yesterday evening? He took Maxine home in the car, remember? Yes, but then what? He only came in for a second. He was in such a hurry, he didn't have time to explain. No, you'd need all evening for that. <laughs> he came round to leave Psyche, burbled something about playing a balcony scene in the middle of a wood, and then he was off again. Off to buy the ring and down to pop the question. Mm, yes. Mm, good for him. Yes, and so is she. Very good for him. Yes. You don't sound sure. It may sound silly, but... It will, dreadfully. You might as well tell me now. I suppose I'm just being sentimental, but... Last week, when Penny suddenly arrived on the scene... Penny? Oh, Penny Gay. I started thinking. Thinking what? But I've always thought in a way that... Penny and David? Well, I've always fancied Maxine myself. For David, that is. I like her, too. But you fancy Penny. Still, let's face it, the real question is, who does David fancy? Well, the answer's Maxine. Mm. <laughs> so there we are. All we've got to do is to wait for our answer. Mm. That'll be him now. Hello, David? This is Vale Hospital. Vale? Mr. Nolan speaking. Miss Sam Yes? I'm afraid I've got some rather bad news for you. My brother? David Bliss? Yes? I'm afraid he's had a nasty fall and broken his leg. Oh, no. Quite a simple break, and he seems very cheerful, but I thought you'd probably want to come and see him. Yes, yes, straight away. Thank you for ringing. David? In hospital with a broken leg. Oh, Dear, oh dear, what rotten luck. Everything happens to David. Just when his life's ordered. Ordered? Uncomplicated, straightforward, plain sailing, and now this. Poor old lad. Poor David. Poor old lad. No visitors this evening? Not so far. Of course, your sister and her husband were here last night, weren't they? Yes, but they, they, they said they'd come again tonight. Time's getting on. Still, never mind. You'll soon be up and about again. How's the leg feeling? Quite comfortable, thank you, sister. Oh, good. As soon as the swelling's gone down, you... Hello, David, old boy. Oh, hello, hello. hello. Sorry we're a bit late. On purpose, actually. We thought it was rather strict about too many visitors. Well, I haven't had one. No? Happened? Not one. Not counting you. But Maxine said she was coming, didn't she? Yes, so did Mother and Father. I even rang your sexy this morning, and um, what's her name? Jennifer. But everybody was coming. Oh, perhaps they've fallen down and broken their legs. <laughs> Bless your heart, that's the spirit. Oh, I uh, brought your magazine. Oh, jolly nice. We thought everybody else would be bringing your grapes, so we... What am I saying? Hello, David. Hello, 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 hello. hello. Oh, where, where, where's Father, Mother? Uh, just outside in the corridor. You saw Anne and Tony were here, and they're rather strict about visitors sometimes. Oh, uh, I've brought a few magazines. Oh, so nice. I had a feeling everybody else would be uh, bringing, bringing me you great. <laughs> here, Mother, you have a chat. Oh, thank you, dear. I'll, I'll go and have a chat with Father. How's the leg feeling? Oh, quite comfortable, actually. Oh, good. Your father's longing to air his knowledge. He knows everything there is to know about broken bones. Gosh, don't he? No. Well, then I, I don't understand. Well, you remember years ago when he was thrown off his horse? Oh, yes, he broke his arm. He's been an expert ever since. <laughs> and if he'd gone on riding, he would have been too. Time's getting short. I think I'd better go and fetch father. Yes, all right. Well, I, I'd forgotten father was a horseman. He wasn't. That's the whole point. That's the last thing he was. That's why he was thrown. Well, I say, that's a bit hard. But true. It was the quietest horse in the stable, but even a horse has its pride. Oh, so has Father. That's why he gave it up, in disgust. Hello there, David, my boy. Oh, hello, Father. How's it feeling? Oh, quite comfortable, actually. 
simple fracture like that'll soon mend. I know a thing or two about these things, you know. Yeah, yes. <laughs> so mother was telling me. I, I, I'd completely forgotten myself. Forgotten what? That your horse had given you up in disgust. <laughs> yeah, that you'd um, given yourself up in disgust. Yeah, that, that, that the horse had thrown you up. Must be coming into the straight soon. No, so that you were thrown off your horse and broke your pride. Oh. <laughs> I was obviously wrong. No, but b- broke your arm. Sorry. <laughs> Don't be silly. I'm only pulling your leg. Uh, the other one, of course. Hello, David. Jennifer. Oh, jolly nice of you to come and see me. Yo, my, my mother and father, Jennifer Cartwright. Well, How do you do? <laughs> Jennifer's my invaluable secretary. Jolly well am now. How have things gone today? Oh, the office all fine. No major snacks? Well, of course not. You're in hospital. <laughs> I'm joking. Oh, that reminds me. The major snag came in this morning. Who? His nibs. He was quite upset when I told him the news. Oh, good. Upset about me? Yeah, secretly he's rather fond of... God, look. What? The major snag himself just coming in. Good gracious, how it is. Hello, Blake. Oh, hello, sir. Oh, my, my mother and father, major snag. Here are... <laughs> Major Hood. M- M- Mr. Hood. How do you do? How do you do? Well, uh, I think we'd better be going, David. No, well, bye-bye, right, Mother. Bye-bye. Th- thank you for coming to see me. I'll uh, see you again, yep. too. Goodbye, dear. Goodbye, Mother. Major Snag, eh? Um, I, I think perhaps I'd better be going. Oh, magazine. I knew everybody else would be bringing grapes. Goodbye, David. <laughs> bye, sir. Bye. Major Snag, eh? Uh, I, 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 I can explain that. No, don't bother. I can work it out for myself. But you might explain how this happened. My leg? Yes. What did you do? Fall down a flight of steps? Uh, one step. One? Yeah, small step. Uh, I came dashing out of the jewelers. Jewelers? Uh, I, I'd just been in to buy the engagement ring. Uh, I slipped, my leg folded up under me, and here I am. Oh, dear, what rotten luck. It's a real twist of fate. Yes, a real twist of fate. Oh, sorry, I didn't mean that as a joke. Uh, but you, you do seem sorry, to... Sorry, but this time's over. Oh, right. Uh-huh. And that's another twist. Uh, well, they've uh, got to stick to the rules. No, no, I, I was thinking about Maxine. She, she was supposed to be coming to see me. Hello, David. Uh, oh, darling, everything, but everything's happened to me. Well, that's a fact of thing to say to you, I must say. Oh, Ma- Ma- Maxine Avery, Major Snag. <laughs> good. Hello and goodbye. Uh, goodbye, David. I'll see you again soon. That good great as he was in a hurry. Yes, and so am I. Look, look, look darling, I, I've only got a moment. So... Oh, hello. Uh, oh. You're a flying one, you are. Oh, uh, um, Maxine Avery, Mrs. Griffin. How do you do? How do you do? I brought you some chocolate. Oh, jolly nice one. Well, you get so tired of great. <laughs> look, look, Mrs. Griffin, I, I, I know this will sound awfully rude, but could you Sorry, possibly... Sorry, I have to ask you to go at part time. Oh, dear. Oh, well, cheerio, then. See you soon. Goodbye, darling. Oh, David. Yes? Great. Bye, darling. I love you. Goodbye. Honestly, no wonder I get everything twisted up. It's the only way I can get my own back on fate. Still, that's fate. That was A Life of Bliss. The artists taking part were David Bliss, George Cole, Anne Fellows, Dinah Churchill, Tony Fellows, Colin Gordon, Psyche the Dog, Percy Edwards, with Eleanor Summerfield as Jennifer Cartwright and Sarah Lawson as Maxine Avery, Mrs. Bliss, Gladys Young, Mr. Bliss, Carlton Hoff, Mrs. Griffin, Gladys Henson, a nurse, Carol Allen, Mr. Hood, Barry K. Barnes. This recorded program was written by Geoffrey Harrison and produced by Leslie Bridgman.